future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. And most poor suckers are starving to death. I'd like to propose a toast. This is On the Rocks with Alexander, coming at you from Sunset Gower Studios in the heart of Hollywood, where I drink with your favorite celebrities and we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and and that's about it. So pop a cork, pour a glass, lean back, and enjoy On the Rocks every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Oh my god, oh my god, oh Okay, so every time I hear that, I, I always say I sound awful. I sound like Liza Minnelli after she's been smoking after like a weekend, but like still really excited to be alive. Well, she's excited to be alive at this point anyway. But like, it's like, it's a high and high pitch, but it's still a little gravelly. It, yeah. To me, it just seemed like you didn't realize you were already mic'd. <laughs> right. He's talking about right now too. His eyes like, whoa. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, um, some lady gentlemen and some gentlemanly ladies, I have to forewarn you that uh, we are out of mixers in the office today. <laughs> Starting us off right yes. from there. So, rocks no vodka. Mixers. Thank you, rocks vodka. It is. It is. It is. It's vodka neat, and it's going to be vodka awesome. Uh, we have a full house with hot mans today. Hot mans. Hot mans. Um, so before we get started, I just have to say this is, uh, we are now syndicated on iHeartRadio. Applause! Come on. Kurt. Kurt. You couldn't have given us a different applause for the iHeartRadio. Straight I mean, people. We... No, we've heard that one before too. I mean, we've heard that one before too. Kurt's just a little hurt because we didn't start with his pun. Kurt, do you have our pun for the day, please? I, I, I do actually. Okay, I, go I saw ahead. this on, on the Facebook. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I am thrilled to hear oh. this. Uh, what what uh, is a realtor's favorite uh, animal? Oh, I did this one. <laughs> I do social media for my mom, who's a realtor. So a Mexican realtor, their favorite uh, bird is escrow. Yeah, there you go. That one's funny. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Okay, I'm here with like a, a comedy writer, director, producer, actor, and he's like... That's nice. That's not true. I, I laughed and I then followed it up with an I enjoyed it. So on her graphic from Coldwell Banker, she's like this in like a business suit. I put a Mexican sombrero on her. In a yeah, As opposed to the Pakistani sombrero? Well, that wouldn't be an escrow. What would that be? Well, you were in Iraq. What would it be called? Isn't that, is it all in the same area? It's a <laughs> That's a turkey. Well. Anyway, so hello to our listeners on iHeartRadio. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, so excited. Um, also, this week, this next week, I have some other exciting news that you're going to be able to see video of all of our shows on a major new platform that's launching. Uh, I'm not paying you royalties, Michael McDonald. I know. We haven't worked out my deal memo. But... <laughs> well, I've heard about your royalties because you've done almost every show known to man. I'm a whore. Since you've been in the entertainment business. Anyway, our cast today. Oh, for our new listeners, find us on Twitter and Instagram, On The Rocks On Air, on Facebook, On The Rocks Radio Show. And then we just launched our new website, ontherocksradioshow.com. And it has my upcoming appearances, Rockwell, May 24th. I'm singing Donna Summer, just, just so everybody Rocks. knows. I sing <laughs> so, Donna right. Summer. Um, and then links to our stuff. And then more importantly, our Blackout segment by my guest co-host. Yes. Blackouts has its own section on the website. It's great, actually. Yes. We're sharing all those pictures because if you cannot watch it live, then you can go to the website, check it out, and um, 
There's a few of Alexander on there, too. <laughs> Just as a reminder, uh, Michael McDonald, Blackout is um, it's Eric's segment that he brings to us, and he takes pictures of L.A.'s nightlife at its finest. So there's pictures of people in planters, laying yeah. on the street, on a pole. Right, last time was karaoke edition. So yes. there were these uh, two uh, dressed-up, kind of old um, pilgrim-like women <laughs> in the bar. What's, so. kind, what's kind of old mean to you? Is it like 38? No, I mean like No, she was pushing 90. 60. Oh, oh like and 92-ish. I mean, she, she's this older so a woman. a Hollywood 60. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had yeah, Lainey yeah. Kazan on last week. She, she No, she's... There's no old people in the, in the industry. <laughs> so you take pictures of people when they're compromised, and then you... Um, then publicize we, it, and then we publicize it here and kind of laugh and talk about it, yeah. and just just feel better. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, but I would laugh this at myself so too. Well. Sure. Every now and then, I throw a picture of myself in there too, just to to even all all, all the ground. There it is. Yeah. I'm I'm in so. it a, a lot too. So go to On the Rocks Radio Show, click on Blackout, you'll see all the pictures, and you might see your own picture there. True. Instagram also. Or? Uh, we don't have an Instagram for blackouts yet, but we. I should we, just add it to will. my Instagram. Yeah, I don't know how Instagram works because my. You want to handle that? I'll take care of it. All right, cool. My, we'll talk after the show. You have to talk in the microphone, Joe Pisano. <laughs> okay, so my guest co-host returning, obviously, is socialite um, Eric Restivo. Hey guys, thanks for having me back. No, 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 no. The no, same no, applause. No, no. It's not. You didn't get a better applause. I don't want that. You just scored a goal in soccer. Yeah. <laughs> goal. I'm like, what? What, what does you know, that mean? Okay. <laughs> um, Kurt, en enough with the applause. You probably give your wife like the same slippers every Christmas, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're good slippers. <laughs> You slipped her. Anyway, uh, and then we have uh, Joe Pisano. Uh, thanks uh, for having me. Yes. <laughs> Promoter. It's a tie game. Tie game one to one. <laughs> Gigante. <laughs> uh, so we're very excited to have you, Joe. You are producing um, Overboard. Uh, so let's just talk about our sponsors. Very happy, obviously, our sponsor, Rocks Vodka. Yay, Rocks Vodka. Thank Cheers. you, Rocks Vodka. Uh, Spunk Lube. <laughs> Got to throw them in here. Um, if you need it, it's there for you, spunklube.com. Spunk Lube? <laughs> it's God, I knew like, you were going to say something. No, but it's sort of like Spunk... Uh, it, it doesn't it like uh, well, the lube leads to the spunk. I don't know. That's my. Well, they start with that. I started out in advertising writing. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, you were in banking, lube. but mm. it's good. Everyone should try it. By the way, the spunk lube. It's anyway, good. it's it's thin. What is their it's, audience? It's, it's what is my audience? No, the spunk lube audience. Like, what's their you? market? I mean, you. It's People. anybody that needs it. Anyone. I don't want to like get I feel like on. A straight guy would be kind of iffy about using that as a. I don't. I mean, really, does it matter? I don't think a straight uh -oh. guy cares either way. Let's close <laughs> your eyes, and it's it's all gonna happen. It's it's gonna be fine. Um, and then so uh, <laughs> we'll get back to that. Yes. I, love the, I love that now you're nervous. <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> he's sweating. Suddenly because he's we're like... not following my structure. We're on iHeartRadio. We need a structure. Thank oh, you. Sorry. He means I'm spitzing. Anyway, mm. so our guest today, known for um, his role in Leprechaun Two, really exclusively, <laughs> and your dancing segment in Buckets of Blood. Comedian, <laughs> writer, producer, Michael McDonald. Yes, thank you for leading. There we Enough! go. Oh, shit. 2 1. <laughs> 2 1. 2 1. And then Skyping from Las Vegas, we have RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, Derek Barry. So excited because I've never. Someone take the computer away from the I can't even see him. Where are you? Close. <laughs> There it is. Um, so we're gonna be talking to Derek, and I have—I've watched a few snippets of RuPaul before, but the, what? This is the eighth season, seventh or eighth it's season. Eighth, eighth season, yeah. yes. It's eighth. Um, I so, have a RuPaul story. 
Good, good. We're to it. We're, we're, at we're, a certain point. Yeah, well, yes. It's not on. It's not on the <laughs> list. No, it's not on the list. I didn't know there was a, a, a you know, see Kyle. Got it. Okay, go on. What do you got? <laughs> anyway, um, so I've been watching RuPaul, and there's lots to talk about. Um, Derek obviously um, is in the throng of shade, shade. So we're going to talk about all of that, um, real fast. Um, we have a new media sponsor, Pinwheel uh, LA. So Twitter, follow Pinwheel App or Pinwheel LA. They talk about all the events in LA, gay, straight, eating, bars, dancing. Pinwheel. 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 There's so many topics that your eyes just turn into pinwheels. Pinwheel. Pinwheel. There used to be a show on Nickelodeon when I was a kid called Pinwheel, and it was from Canada, and they talked about the weirdest things for kids. Anyway, side note. Anyway, go to Pinwheel LA, <laughs> follow them. You're going to find out everything about uh, the event, but they're, they're retweeting all of the show stuff. Oh, I'm oh melting. Oh, God. Uh, real fast, uh, this April 10th at 8 p.m. at the E-Spot, which is a great performance space in Vitello's uh, in North Hollywood, Buddy Epson's daughter, who's a jazz vocalist, Kinky, Kinky, I thought it was a drag queen, but no, it is a woman with real woman parts. Um, she's doing a great, now I'm going to talk all sentimental, she's devoting <laughs> a show to her father, Buddy Epson, from uh, Beverly oh. Hillbillies, and uh, it's multimedia with clips and all that, so go to Vitello's April 10th at 8 p.m. Um, again, real fast. Uh, I am working with Mindy Sterling. She's been on the show a couple of times. Love her, love her. She is involved with the Lymphoma and Leukemia Organization, or the Society, and they do a thing called Man and Woman of the Year. So everybody gives what their amount to raise in 10 weeks, and she gave herself $100,000. Wow. So we're going to do a, a variety of events. She's doing a dinner at Pump with Sherry O'Terry. She's going to be doing some celebrity Skypes. She's going to ask her celebrity friends to help out with those celebrity Skypes. Michael McDonald. Celebrity friends who are here right now. God. <laughs> it's cancer. You can't say you can't say no. I can't do it for cancer, right? Uh, well, I'm not for it. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Trump. Anyway, um, so we're going to be helping over the next ten weeks uh, a series of events that we're going to be doing. Um, but if you want to donate early, go to myoy.org and click on Star Tomlinson and and donate. Okay. Okay. God. Oof. God. You acted like you were lot. holding a live grenade. Oh, yeah. I it I was like I was directing Passion Live. Tyler Perry's <laughs> Passion Live. Passion, what's that? It was during Easter. Tyler Perry did his because oh, oh. he had to come on the whole Grease Live thing because it's gone so well. And he did Passion, but it was like Black Passion. Right. So I mean, there was like there was like the vapors, and there was like it was it was body intense. oil and yeah, yes. all that. Yes, yes, yes. But I thought you were talking about the former um, daytime soap opera Passions. That was a good soap opera. Also I did full a of body episodes. oil. Yeah, you know. and sweating. Mm -hmm. Right. But you know, every Easter they do this, and I joke about it, every Christmas and Easter, all the history channels, the CNNs, they break out all these Jesus things. So I wrote down one well, of them. Yeah, it's, that's the, you know, that's the holiday. Right. No, but For some reason they break out this Jesus stuff. <laughs> like, well, number one, that got the, the dates wrong because, you know, pagan holidays, whatever. I'm not going to get into all that. But it's like, the titles are so crazy. It's like, Saving Jesus was one. Then this year they came out with Killing Jesus. I want to know when, like, smelling Jesus is. Like, how did he smell? Because we find out all these new things about Jesus, like, over the last year. Like, oh, he wasn't white, but we'll still cast a white man and long hair. And we find out that since he wasn't orthodox, he would have had short, shorn hair. I love that <laughs> you were worried about whether we were going to mouth off about the vo vodka sponsor. But now, like, let's just talk shit about Jesus. Jesus, yeah. Yeah. Jesus is like, I want nothing. He's not getting royalties. And you know, like, you, we do things for royalty. That's all we do, right? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I told you I was a whore in my intro. 
Yes. A good whore knows like that Mary he's Magdalene, a whore. I mean, like Jesus in the Bible. Mary Magdalene was never the whore. They talked about a whore, and then they talked about Mary Magdalene. I'm and learning men's. so much about the Bible and from you today. Yes. I'm, I should be the, the fountain of knowledge on the Bible. I have helped a lot of my fellow men. So, <laughs> uh, But all these titles, and then they always have an English person narrating. He <laughs> was three nails to the head, we find. And it's like, just because it's English... Like, it's supposed to be like, and then they always have the choir voices. My mom said, thank God the choir was there for the crucifixion, because that would have been boring. <laughs> so clearly you watched one of these films like Sunday night, and, and it has stuck with you up until right now, because, because Sunday, everything was just so specific. But it's on all day. It's like 12 hours of Jesus, finding Jesus, shopping for Jesus. There are three. Jesus. It's the same three in a row, and then they start them over after is. the third one. But they play them on Sundays. <laughs> you know, Sunday's is my hangover day. Like, that's when the pizza comes yeah. in. That's when the slippers stay on. That's what's happening. Um, one thing I want to talk about, and then and then we're going to get uh, to Derek. There's a new yeah, thing. Uh, what about Derek? He's Come fine. On. He's sipping He's sipping a cocktail. Hi, Derek. He, he's enjoying last <laughs> well, night's he episode. There he is. Hi, Derek. Doing Hello. it. Hey, girl. Join in the conversation. I'm going to talk about something so ridiculous, and then we're going to get to your interview. Okay. You know, <laughs> you know they have like Indiegogo and GoFundMe and GoFundThis and GoFundJesus. New show. <laughs> Do you like I, pat, I had to pat myself on the back for that one. Oh my God, look at Blue Steel like over a, What here. would Jesus fund? Michael McDonald, you're like the Zoolander of comedy. You're just like, Blue Steel. What are you talking <laughs> you're about? You're not giving I'm, me anything. I'm, I'm listening to you. I'm not giving you anything. Anytime I speak, I feel like I've I've you know ruined your boat. No, so I love it. I'm worried. Ruin my boat. I yeah. got boats. I got lots of boats. All right. Give me Titanic. Ruin that boat. Um, that did, I that it doesn't even make sense. a terrible movie, but go on. Thank you, except Leo DiCaprio. Paint me like one of your girls. Anyway. <laughs> he could have he could have gotten on the door. They both would have been fine. They actually did a scientific test. That was a pretty big door. No, but they actually, one of these oh, science programs, they actually did a test with the door, and the buoyancy wouldn't have been right, apparently. Mm-hmm. Was it? And she's I'll never let go. And then she's like, bye, bitch. Bye, oh. girl. Like, where did you find the article that told you about that? No, it was a whole show <laughs> on the history No, he history was channel. part of the science. Yeah. It, it's all science. I did the reenactment. Uh, uh, I played Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Diamond. Anyway, let me get to this stupid website. Okay. It's called Honey Fund. And I'm not even kidding. My stupid friend, I defended him on Facebook, but um, Honey Fund, it's where people can That means fund. it's over, by it's the way. It's over. It's over. Defriended on Facebook. I'll refund him. Or refund him. Refund him. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. Honey Fund is where people pay for your honeymoons. How annoying is that, number one? Because I wasn't even invited to the wedding. Boop. But contribute to the wedding. But people now, this is the new society we live in. People ask for money all the time for everything. Yeah, when I was a kid, we had to like carve shoes out of like wood and like pillows. <laughs> like pay for your own shit or Go get a job. Me, Kickstarter, all that shit is just basically you're with your hand out. And I understand if you have like a lofty project, like you want to make a documentary about homeless people, fine, I'll throw a few bucks at that, but fund my new album. Do it like everybody else did. If you want to, I would say rather than make me um, fund your documentary about homelessness, just point me to Skid Row and I can see it myself. <laughs> right. Well, you're buying drugs there. So yes, yes. That's it, is, yeah. it is cheaper in that way. So how annoying do you have to see a picture of this couple in love and happy, ugh, right? And then you're not even invited to the wedding. Nobody invites me to their weddings because wait, wait, wait. they. Why do you. Uh, love. Are you. Is it not working right now for you? Uh, it doesn't need to work. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> all right. I'm all right, fine. Right, you see right. how fine I am? I'm so fine right now. I'm fine. Anyway. Derek, hey, how's it going? Go on. <laughs> hey, Derek. Derek's like, what am I doing? Derek, Derek, Derek. <laughs> He's like, I, oh. I don't know when to start in. I'll see there. I'll see there. Yeah. We're all. <laughs> he's like, but, I, but, but by the way, if you're polite, he's going to accuse you of starving him of um, anything, your blue steel. But then when you speak, he's like, I'm, I'm trying to get through my shit. 
you know me so well. I can't wait to cast me in one of your projects that you direct. How fun would that as the, be? As the, yeah, the incredibly impossible uh, person to please. <laughs> can, can I use that quote in my press kit? Yes. <laughs> impossible. Just make that, make that your, you know, your subtitle. I'm trying to get over Lainey Kazan from last week where I didn't get to say one word. I was like, Lainey. And she's like, and then this is happening. And then an hour went by. And I was like... No, end it. Yes, Miss Lady Kazan. Anyway, let me just get, oh, what were we talking about? Anyway. Me? Just, just, you're doing great, by the way. You're oh. doing fine. Anyway, Honey Fund. So they put a picture of how awesome they are. What? We, we actually have a comment from the chat room. Uh, oh. If it's the guy, if it's there's that a chat friend. Room? Yeah. I'd, lo I'd love it if it was just one of us there's just having room. to type uh, it. It's just like me. This is the only way I can get into yeah. this conversation. So you I guys, this in. guy listens to my show sometimes? What no. is him? It, it's Virginia as in Gruber. Okay. Virginia. And she says she has a honey fund and she wants a blender. Oh. Number one, I don't think she has a honey oh, fund. No, she doesn't she want a blender. About it. She's getting married so soon. She wants to go to Japan, she says. Japan? So. Nobody wants to go to Japan. Japan. That's Is that code for getting high? Because that's what it was <laughs> in the 80s. <laughs> is that really? Yeah, turning Japanese and turning Japanese, it was all about getting because, high. Because like, your eyes get like this and you get like all puffy? Yeah, you're, you're, yeah exactly. Okay. Not puffy, just you know, you, you relax Relaxed. into an Asian... Japanese I guess uh, I persuasion. persuasion. Now it's like, let's go skiing is like a euphemism for drugs. Yeah. That, no, not now. That always was. Oh, yeah. Like, all lifts are open. Come on, that's Coke. Get with it. What else do you Get need to it. learn about? I'm Jesus. learning a lot today, actually. I know. <laughs> I tried some drugs and obviously it didn't take. It's like, people ask me, like at a party, oh, do you do, you do Coke? Does it look like I do Coke? It's, it sounds like you do. Like 7-Eleven Coke is what I do. Anyway, Honey Fun, just real fast, and then we'll get off of this. So you have to look at their damn picture. Um, and then their little description is, uh, we have our cars and our home has everything we need. Our plan is to visit several locations in Thailand and then head off to Bali for some R&R. No response? Really? I got nothing. I mean, how annoying is that? Like, I don't want to know that you're relaxing on my dollar when I'm, like, not relaxing. I'm sweating in front of Michael McDonald. <laughs> if I was here, it'd still be the same. I'm, not, I'm a non-factor. No, you make me nervous because no. your, your, your style is you like to be a little... You know, like a little sarcastic, a little dry. You're the only one really picking that up, though. I mean, to no, be fair. No. I mean, In fact, we've all, we're, we've all exchanged numbers. We're yeah. talking about, like, going I think out. you guys had, like, a cast party without no, me. No, we're texting we're... underneath the table about what's going on You invited there. them to the Mad TV 20th <laughs> reunion, and I wasn't even invited. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, bringing, I'm bringing my mom. Literally, though, yeah, I, I yeah. did a, we, the homeless were invited. <laughs> Homeless fund. Anyway, I'm so I'm so sorry to homeless people listening. Um, let's bring on Derek Barry. Derek Barry. Derek. 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 For God's sake. Okay. So long. Thank you. So you are attractive in drag, out of drag. What are you drinking? Oh, uh, I believe it's uh, vodka with maybe uh, some lemon. Yeah, I don't really like mixers. It's extra that you don't need. I don't need the calories. Oh, neither does Alexander. He doesn't like <laughs> mixers. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, so. my God. Did you just hear that? I didn't say it, but I laughed at it. Sorry. I call him Acid Betty around the studio. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know her. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I went to college with Acid Betty. I can't even tell you. Nobody liked her. Him. Her. Anyway, uh, describe the picture behind you. What what, what creation oh, is that? That's a uh, work of art. This is actually, yeah, that is a Nick San Pedro original. Uh, that's my boyfriend. I've been with him for nine years. He painted that for my 25th or 24th birthday, actually. And I came home from work one night, and uh, there it was on the wall. He's amazing. Did 
did you say like, hey, let's film this in front of the the port or the the painting, or did you just have it moved to where you wanted to be? Oh no, this is my living room. It's my favorite spot in the house, and uh, Brittany always is reigning queen of the home. She's so always looking over me, which is good. Thank well, it's funny. It's funny because you met Brittany very briefly during a taping of Jay Leno. You were in the audience, and yeah. they said, "Oh God!" And you had like your fifteen seconds of fame. That was like your first taste of Brittany. I did, yeah. Well, that was my my first time ever interacting with her, and uh, she uh, couldn't believe it. When we went to commercial break, she looked out at me, and she was like, oh, my God, and just her mouth <laughs> dropped, and she just stared at me, and I thought, whoa, this is really cool. Brittany's looking at me. That's never happened. She was and, on E. <laughs> uh, she just uh, talked to me on the show. They asked if she would date a guy like me because they segued from guys that she had dated. She's like, yes, he's very into himself, and I started dancing, and... And then you guys devolved into a discussion about tax policy. It, it got real and, serious. Huh? Yeah. And huh? I'm actually the father of her kids. So here. <laughs> well, I find that hard to believe. Anyway, uh, but just briefly to catch up our listeners who might not be familiar, you've been a headliner in Vegas. You worked on the strip for 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, now you're part of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Um, you've hobnobbed with so many celebrities. You've been in Olivia Newton-John, Eminem, Katy Perry's video. I love Olivia Newton-John. Oh, she's awesome. And she can still, she's still got pipes. I met her recently incredible. and she's really nice. And she yeah, sounds like, so she literally sweet. sounds like she's on her records. I yes, mean, yeah, 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 live, she does. She, she sounds like a, a record. It's really crazy. She's unbelievable live and just one of the sweetest people yes. I've ever worked with and known and I'm so grateful. Yeah, the video is um, You Have to Believe and it's just so much fun. Her daughter is singing on it. Well, uh, that, her, I don't like so the title. Cool. You have to believe that <laughs> like, feels maybe, a little maybe bit. Maybe I don't like, want to. Yeah, finding Jesus, finding Olivia. <laughs> um, um, and then you did Madonna's uh, Rebel tour. I mean, you've been on stage with Madonna. You know, yeah. uh, who is that? <laughs> the <laughs> mother of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm yeah. going to get so much hate mail. We're both Catholics. So we can make the these world. jokes. Oh, sorry. Oh, what? Sorry, I'm so sorry, Derek. I talk way too much. Oh no, it's fine. Uh, yeah, Madonna brought me up for unapologetic bitch, and I was actually dressed in the. Uh, like a virgin outfit, more reminiscent of what Britney wore to the VMAs when she kissed Madonna. And uh, I was in the front row wearing all white, which is how you uh, get attention. And she <laughs> pulled me up on stage and I couldn't believe it. She spanked me. Uh, yeah. She gave me a necklace and she named me Britney Bitch Madonna. And she told me to never change and to never take the necklace off. So... Wow. It sounds like she I, had I a lot off. of things for you to do and never do again. She did, yeah. She sounds wearing, a little bossy. Are you wearing the necklace right now? Or? Uh, no, I'm not. So you... It's you very valuable. You, you disobeyed. Right. I did. I'm yeah. sorry, Madonna. I went against your wishes. Done. Well, guess what? Knock, knock. Madonna's at your door, and good luck. <laughs> um, so, Derek, I uh, I know a lot of people that have worked in the, in the Vegas field. I mean, 10 years on the Strip. You've done the Superstar Show. You've been in, in so many different shows and... Um, how have you maintained your career? And you're always you're always looking at your next angle. You are a business person on top of everything. Vegas has swallowed up a lot of people. I know people that work in Vegas and they turn into cheese stealers in the next week. Cheese stealers. <laughs> people steal cheese. That's very specific. They have okay. to. Wow. Uh, well, I I moved out here for Lacage <laughs> when I was only twenty, and that was my first taste of Vegas. And I was there for four years, and then after I did America's Got Talent, I realized that. I could travel with my show and I don't have to stay based in Vegas. And that's when I started uh, following Britney's Circus Tour and uh, booking my own shows. And then I also started impersonating Gaga, who I got to open for here in Vegas. Yeah, we, we and, actually have a picture of you and Gaga. Just crazy. Oh, so, and she was uh, you look so exactly, nice. You look she, like Olivia Newton-John there. 
Oh, that's the wrong picture. Got it. <laughs> no, <Sorry>. that <laughs> is a Olivia Newton-John, though. Yeah. Right. I was doing a bit. Kurt is straight, so he doesn't know who Lady Gaga is, so he's, she's trying to toggle through all the pictures to find Lady Gaga. Oh, no. She's with the glasses, Kurt. Kurt there we go. Kurt, that's Lady you know Gaga. Lady Gaga is. There we go. Just because you're she's straight doesn't mean, I mean, come on. You have to know I, Lady I Gaga. Eventually. Who doesn't know yeah. Lady Gaga? Now it's Lady Gaga. So yeah, Lady Gaga. <laughs> Gaga. Um, so that's what I pretty much started doing was just taking my show on the road, which I love Vegas, but the contract was six nights a week, and you don't really get a chance to see the world. And now I get the best of both worlds, and I've been um, I've actually been out of divas for almost a year just because I'm on the road uh, every single weekend. And now with Drag Race, sometimes uh, five shows a week in different cities, different nights. I was going to ask, as a performer in Vegas, six shows out of the week. So, like on Broadway, I mean, they have such a rigorous uh, schedule. You can't mm -hmm. go out partying. You mm -hmm. can't do all the whole networking thing. You've got to go to the gym. You've got to keep your voice up. And I know that now you're, you're getting uh, in, into actual live singing. Yeah. Well, that's what's really important to me is I want to make sure that I have longevity. And the only thing that I can think of is how to take it to the next level. And as great as it is to lip sync to other people's music. You know, I want to do my own music that I'm working on with Chris Cox right now, which will be out uh, this month. And I want to, uh, you know, cover stuff live. I just did Lana Del Rey's Summertime Sadness at a Red Dress event that I did in uh, Seattle. And that's really what I want to, that's what I want to do. I want to sing and I want to act and I want to dance and I want to continue obviously doing drag. And if I can morph those all into one, then that's, that's the best thing to do. I really appreciate that in, in, a, in an artist who is that responsible because in the drag world, you know, there's drinking and there's partying, uh, partying. I've been partying too much, <laughs> but, but there's all of that. And the, uh, it's, it's attractive to get into that, especially when you're headlining in Vegas and your name and people are following you. It takes really uh, a good dose of self-motivation and self-restraint. Uh, Did you learn that from your family? I mean, I know you grew up in Modesto, so there was not much uh, to do there, but I know there's nothing career. to do there. <laughs> Maybe bowling. Um, yeah. Well, I didn't actually, I had never even had a drink really until I moved to LA and it just wasn't really for me. It wasn't something that I uh, enjoyed doing. And I mean, yeah, of course I've drank over the years, but it's, I've never let it come in between me and, um, and what I do. And so it's one thing to have a good time. And then it's another thing to have such a good time that you can't function the next day. And I've just tried to stay away from that kind of lifestyle. You're breaking up. I can't. I hear don't know you. anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh no! My we show's... all just we all just look down in <laughs> shame. Like, oh, no, I'm God. kidding, Derek. We heard you. My show's I called know, On the okay. Rocks. Like... like it's breaking up. That's how naive I am. I'm like, let me check my connection. <laughs> That's how professional you are. And I'm like, I don't want to hear this. <laughs> um, uh, I love that. So what I want to know from a production standpoint, you know, we get to see when you do the challenges. How yeah. long is the full shoot? And I guess it depends on how long you're on the show for. But let's say I was the second runner-up. How many weeks would I be shooting? It is a full month from start to finish. That doesn't seem like a long time, though, when you think of how many episodes there are. Right, because actually uh, one episode is two days to film. So we film about 12 hours a day, and then uh, that 24 hours is edited down to 40 minutes, which is what people at home are seeing now that the show's on. So there's a, a lot cut out, obviously, but that's how anything works, you know? Now, do they put you in a hotel or a house or like... They actually put us in a hotel, and uh, we have no contact with people. Um, we can't have, we have no phones, we have no, no social media, uh, no social media, obviously, we don't even have an iPod. And uh, I watched a lot of Lifetime movies. That's, 
That was my fun. Woohoo! I love Lifetime movies. I have to admit, I I, I do. It's I a black them. hole, but I let it suck me right in because oh. I like them. <laughs> it's not just television for women, and even if it is, I still enjoy it. Like, do you guys hang out in the hotel rooms? Do you get your own hotel room? Do you share? Yeah, we to get share? our we get our own room, but we're not allowed to fraternize with anyone because they want all of the they want all the interactions uh, on on screen. You know, they want they want you to really feel like you're. Right. Getting to know these people and and the differences that they have, and they want you to see all that. Can we talk about last night's episode? Yes, yes let's right. talk about it. You did a very good job as Madonna. I, I was kind of um, impressed with the way you, you looked like her. Very, oh, very thank much. you, thank you. And this was actually before she brought me on stage. So um, actually, Nick painted that kimono because I knew that it's I wanted beautiful. Something it was amazing. And thank you. Uh, he's just so talented. He's Madonna is his biggest muse, and actually a, a video that I filmed of him painting her Vanity Fair cover ended up on her favorites. She favorited it on YouTube, and well, it's still up there. And uh, it's the start to finish of the, the painting, and I wanted to capture all of that. And she put a thank you video out to people that had uh, done videos to her song Four Minutes. And it, it's just one of those things where I think, really, if you think about it enough, it happens. And we both love Madonna so much that now we've both had uh, her notice our artistic abilities and been recognized for it. So it's pretty incredible when you think that that's the most famous pop star in the world. And uh, she knows my name and his as well. Now, you've had a lot of, um, of I don't want to say a lot, but you have haters out there that are like, well, you've been doing the Britney thing, and so you mm -hmm. kind of have a leg up over everybody, and you mm -hmm. did that for the, the, the Smatch game. Um, the Smatch oh. game, yeah. Sorry. I'm new, I'm new to this, game? sweetie. I'm new. I'm new. The Smatch game, because I smashed it, bitch. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so people say you have a leg up, and people are very easy to attack you. Um, yeah. I think maybe working in Vegas, you've developed a thick skin, so at this point it rolls off. But right. um, at what point do you like listen to what's being said? Do you not listen to what's being said? Well, you listen to RuPaul, and uh, it's his show. And even though there's other judges on the panel, you really have to take his advice. And there, one thing, going into Snatch Game, I did not want to do Britney because I, I came in as her in the Elvis jumpsuit from her Live from Las Vegas show. Um, that Marco Marco actually did for me, one of her costume designers, and I didn't want to stay in that zone. And so I actually had prepared the character uh, Show Cantel that Laura Bell Bundy right. was known for. Right. Uh, she's and coming on I, the show, by the way, just so you know. Oh, I love yeah. her, yes. Laura Bell Bundy's a great girl. She together. is good. We did Lots a pilot together. I did an event in Orange County. You would love this. It was in Fullerton with her. Anyway. What? what? Because <laughs> you're from Fullerton. Yeah. So we did like a musical theater thing. Oh, you, okay, you got it. No, she's great. She comes Sorry, to the Sorry, sidetrack. We're trying to impress oh, Michael. You're so lucky. Michael. I, no, I love no one's her. trying to impress anybody. She's Clear. what? Nothing. She's wonderful. We she, love her. She's yeah. funny. She's really yeah, funny. Yeah, so funny. And I knew that if I did that, then that would obviously come across because I had the whole like, this is y'all can tell. You know what you got to yell. It was good. It was on and point. He, yeah. you know, the thing is, he wanted me to be Britney. It was obvious. And so. That's that's the decision that you make. But um, Michelle Visage wanted, wanted you to be Britney too. She yes, yeah. Even though she told me first episode, you know, basically I never want to see Britney again. She, she was thankful it. that I did it because that's what I do. So of course you've got to show up with your best. But um, I also wanted to do Miss Swan because I love her, and I had the whole thing like, okay, I tell you everything. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been really okay. funny. 
And that's, I mean, I love voices. So I wanted to really act on what, what I do with character voices. And I just felt like everyone wanted Britney. And so I did it and um, I'm happy with it. You know, I hope she saw it. You know, what, what the editing is trying to do is they're trying to make you out like you're not getting the jokes and you're not really engaging the right way. And that's all they're editing. Because I know, obviously, you're a very smart business person. You know, you know your talents and how to work the best of them. That's why you've right. been one of the most you know, prolific um, entertainers. Uh, for being such a young person. Do you ever get mad when you sit and watch the shows? And do you watch them like a week before? Do they send you the DVD? or? You... Oh, no. I see them when the East Coast sees them. Get um, out. Wow. Yeah, so we see we see what everyone else sees. And the only thing that I can say is, like I said, it's 40, it's 40 minutes of 24 hours. And they have to highlight certain people. They have to show your ups. They have to show your downs. And they have yep. to tell your story. And this is the story that they decided to tell. And uh, I have to be okay with that because it's their story, not mine. You know, it's not Derek Barry's uh, drag race. It's RuPaul's. So can I ask you a quick question. All I can do is, is, uh, is take what I did on the show and what I'm doing and apply that to things that I want to do. And it, it has taught me so much already about drag makeup and getting outside of the box and being okay with doing something that I'm not comfortable with. Who do you think is going to eliminate it next? No, she can't say that. Come on. <laughs> well, How now that Acid Betty's gone, um, I'm good. Like, I don't mind who's next. <laughs> I like that you stood up to uh, Bob the Drag Queen on last night's episode. Well, the thing with Bob that I thought was weird is all I, all I was trying to do is say the positive that the judges are saying. I'm a very positive person. I know the weakness because I already heard it. And there's nothing I can do about that. But I can say what they liked and uh that makes me feel better if that makes someone else feel a certain way that's not my problem and for him to say that even if he's joking you know that he wants a drug test because they must be on drugs it's like that's just too far it's not funny it's insulting and uh he just didn't get that kind of praise and obviously it made him feel insecure so he lashed out but um i didn't come up with ratchet Michelle Visage told him that's the drag he does. So all I was doing was <laughs> repeating it because maybe if I do ratchet drag, then uh, I'll get some praise. Well, and we'll talk to Michael McDonald, who's been on all sides of the camera, is obviously Bob the Drag Queen has talent, but there also comes a time when your personality and your ability to work on a team right. kind of overshadows it's that very talent. Challenging. And then no matter, then very nobody wants to work with you. Right. Um, and I think you have a very different energy. Um, and well, thank you. Ju just real fast, this is my curious mind. How much? How many suitcases do you bring? Because it seems like you guys have outfits that fit each theme. Do they send you an idea of what the themes might be? Yes, and things can always change. So you really have to be prepared for any curveballs along the way. And even though we're told uh, certain things, they could they could change that any any day, any time. And so hopefully you have other stuff in your wardrobe that will work with it. Uh, we're allowed five suitcases and a carry-on and a personal item. And if you forgot something or left it, then too bad, figure it out. So it's really, it's really cutthroat in that way because when I travel with my own show, I'm traveling with two suitcases, a carry-on and a personal item, and that's just for one night of shows. So this is, it was, it was 
compacting a lot into those suitcases for sure. I just have to say, I've been a struggling like musical theater actor, and like you have to like buy your makeup at like the ninety nine cent store. What happens when you're cast on the show and you just don't have the budget to have all these big outfits? Well, that's something that Chi Chi's going through right, right now on the show, right. and she calls herself a budget queen, and she has, you know, let it be known that she doesn't have those type of outfits. So she's made things there. She's uh, come up with with ideas or, I mean, I think executed them very well. Uh, her Madonna one, she made the night before in her hotel room. She stayed up all night and worked on the cone bra with all the chain. And uh, that is so amazing to me because I remember being that person that didn't have any funds and had to make my first slave outfit out of Joanne's fabric and a dollar store bra. And I remember what it feels like. So I applaud her for racing with all these other people that do have the the funds or the friends or you know the people around them that can help them because she's kind of a a lone soldier and uh, she's pulling through though she's amazing she's one of my favorite people on the cast well my hat's off to you and all the girls and anybody that has confidence to do that it's a lot of work girl. yeah thank you but it, it really is is it's it's you have to be naked so to speak um, Derek, I love talking to you this way because you know the show portrays you a certain way, and and I know you're just you're just working it, and you're a business person. That's great. When you're in LA, you have to promise to come in studio yeah. and and do oh the show. Oh my god, I would love yeah. to. Perfect, perfect. Derek, where can our listeners find you? Uh, you can find everything on DerekBerry.com. D E R R I C K B A R R Y. It has my full schedule, and I will also be at DragCon in LA on the seventh and the eighth of May. That will be my next L.A. Oh, appearance. What day is that? That's soon. Uh, it's a Saturday and a Sunday. Are you here the Tuesday before or after? Uh, I would have to look at my schedule. I think I'm coming out that Thursday, and then I think we have other stuff that we're filming. We can do a pre-record. We did it for Lainey, and we can do it for you. <laughs> yeah, well, I will definitely keep you posted, because if I'm out there, I want to uh, come in the studio for sure. Yes, Oh my God, Eric, how much fun would it be to do like a dance thing at, at Saddles? Yeah, we will dance. Perfect. We Derek, will dance. love Yay. you to death. Watch RuPaul. If you've never watched the show, I'm telling you, watch it. It's so fun. Um, and we'll see you Monday nights. Thank you so much. Thank you, Alexander. And bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Derek. Derek. Take care. Yay. Good applause. Good applause. I like that he's like so professional in the other aspects. And Michael, this is what I want to talk to you about because you did Mad TV, and everybody knows you were the funny guy in camera. You developed the most, as opposed to everybody else who are also all funny. Right. Well, it was a funny show with funny, very people. funny show, very funny show. But people don't realize that you directed some of the episodes. In fact, you came back for the final season, and you kind of wrote and directed for the show. Uh, that's mostly right. Oh, I mean, did uh, you half-ass it? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, uh, a lot of people wrote their own stuff, and I was the only one who directed, but that was only because after I'd been there so long, and it was a late night, you know, after a contract where you, you think, it's not like TV in the real sense where people make a lot of money at that uh, stage, after, yeah, that um, they kind of said like, look, we, you know, you, you're going to get these little minimal increases, this is the way late night works, this is the way SNL works, Mad TV, blah, 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 all of it. I said, that's fine, then... Give me more to do. So that's how they let me direct um, toward the end of my career there. And it's really become like your meat and potatoes. Like you've directed a bunch of scrubs. Uh, Cougar, you were really uh, instrumental on. Um, uh, you were in web therapy. Uh, 
but you really handle all aspects of entertainment, which is unusual because you got a business degree, and we have so much in common. Not only are we so handsome, from Orange County, Catholic, you went to Servite. My where, mom went. Wait, where, where in Orange County? San Clemente. Okay. Oh, I lo- that's beautiful. And I went to high school at uh, Santa Margarita, and I sang as a lead cantor at the three major churches down there. <laughs> Obviously. My mom went to Can Courtney- we get a sample of that? Obviously. Uh, I'll sing any church song. On Eagle's Wings. You must <laughs> know Ob- on Eagle's Wings. Ob- no, I don't. <laughs> I don't. My mom went to Cornelia Conley, which is the girls' school. Right. That was I went the- to Servite. Yes. Yes. And then I was in banking as well for a number of years, and you were a loan officer. I was, in Century City. I gave loan officers, I gave car loans and home loans to celebrities. That is so funny. And then somebody introduced you to Groundlings, and you're like, okay, let me see what Groundlings is like. And then you like win the world. <laughs> Can you imagine the other Groundlings people that woke up wanting to be an actor, and you're like, oh, I was a banker, I guess I'll try this out, um, and then win yeah. the arts of America. No, all, all the Groundlings that uh, I started with all came from somewhere else they were all we were all broke we all kind of struggled and weirdly almost everybody that i was with either you know three years before or after they're they're all household names whether they're actors or writers or whatever it was this crazy thing was it hard directing your cast on mad tv no not at all I was old, but I, but I was probably ten years older than almost everyone in the cast when I got there. Then, when I was there for ten years, I was like their grandfather. <laughs> I mean, I was just old. I think it's funny. And when you guys filmed the twentieth uh, reunion, you did a little segment with Nicole Sullivan. And you're like, "Oh, are you looking at retirement now?" And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Which I I haven't seen it, so I don't know because we improvised a little bit, so I don't know what happened. But yeah, I mean, I was old and bossy, so why not direct? Because sometimes when you come from, oh, I'm part of the cast, now I'm going to be directing you, sometimes there's a little resistance or all that. But I feel, because uh, I've had people from SNL on the show, and you know, now it's become like a machine right. as to what gets put on the well, air I and I always all that. wonder with the improv, you know, like how far do they actually let you go between... You know, cuts. Uh, you know, it, they just, they just totally go. De- yeah. Um, no, it's it's. Uh, you kind of know what you have to accomplish, and you right. mess around in between, knowing you're going to work your way back to that ending or whatever. Right. So uh, the the one thing that's different between Mad TV and SNL is we were shot live, but not broadcast live. Right. So we could do a second take, like a like a sitcom or whatever, and we had producers and writers who were. Um, generous enough to let us mess around on a second take and we were then able to do it and sometimes it turned into something good and sometimes you know you never saw it right 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 you've been uh, a sweetheart of the Paul uh, Feig Fig Fig sweetheart of the Paul Feig Paul Feig which I love but I just love that you're calling me a sweetheart after you've literally just read my ass for the first 20 minutes of the (laughs) show that cost extra no you're his sweetheart. You're in all of his films. Um, I'm not in all of them. I've I've oh, been you in many in of them. Yeah, I've I've been in uh, some, and um, he is one of those people that you know. There's a weird thing in comedy, which is I remember when I was struggling, thinking like, why do Adam Sandler and David Spade always do movies together, or Tina Fey and it's Amy Poehler? Like, what? God, I hate it because we, you know, give us all a chance, and then. Um, you realize how hard it is to do it, to get something even approved and to get something made. And then you just want to work with the people that 
you want that you know and like and know will deliver. So uh, that's what's happening now, I guess, is I'm lucky enough to have Paul Feig for one person say, like, yeah, he, he won't mess this up. It's exciting because uh, you're so funny in Spy. Uh, you're in The Boss that's coming up. And then I just found out before the show, you're in the new Ghostbusters. You, you Oh, you found oh. out? Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did. Who told him? Oh, there was that. Was it a WikiLeaks? I don't think it's on your IMDb, though. Joe Mama forgot to update it. <laughs> I don't know how it works. What was it'll be on there somewhere, right? I mean, yeah, eventually. I mean, if you, yeah. What was what was the feeling on the set I of Ghostbusters? Because you know it's gotten so much attention because it's all female and blah blah blah. And Ghostbusters has a huge cult following. What was the feeling on the set? Was it still that carefree, or do you feel like your group, because you are part of that group, it's like okay, now we're now we're Hollywood now. Like Melissa McCarthy has like everybody's just kind of bumped up to A-list. I want to, I kind of want to tell you a really dark story. Okay. Oh. Are you worried? <laughs> is your, is No, your... I'm excited. That was excitement, Michael McDonald. I, this is what I said. You, like if you were a turtle, you would have just turned into your shell. <laughs> Tortuga. Oh, there you go. Spanish <laughs> um, oh, How do I do it? Well, I don't know how you, I'm, I'm not going to look good. I'm not going to look good in this. Um, Oh, are you Here's, crying or sweating? Why are they giving you a tissue? Just wait till it. <laughs> wait till hear what happens. Okay, you guys. No. <laughs> Do I tell it? I'm selling this to TMZ just so you know. You'll get your <laughs> no, check. I, you know, I can't do it. I can't do it. I no, just please. Feel like, no, it involves horrible, horrible things. Just, I'll just change say names. This. No, please, take Michael. Michael. No, no, no. And believe me, I'm aware. Like, One big sway. That's like the worst thing ever. It's like, I've got this great story, but I can't tell you. Can we? Can you tell us in the green room after? Yeah, I'll tell you later. Okay, and I won't say anything. Yeah. Okay. No, but I will say this about the movie. Um, Paul Feig, Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig. Uh, Melissa was a student of mine at the Groundlings, and Kristen's uh, old kind Love of Kristen. student and um, buddy from the Groundlings. Kristen was on the Big Gay Sketch Show, which a lot of people don't no, remember. Kate McKinnon was. Oh, sorry. Yes. That's all right. You were you were, you had your thought. Yes. Um, <laughs> also, great girl Leslie uh, Jones is also so a blast. Funny. So there you go. It's a bunch of really really funny cool people. And I think it's going to be really... Oh, and it's written by the same writer who wrote uh, The Heat, which is where actually Paul Feig and I got it introduced, Katie Dippold, and she was a writer on Mad TV. And you became best friends with Sandra Bullock. In fact, when you hung out with her at New Orleans, uh, the press went crazy. We have a picture. Kurt, do you know? I know who, you know who Sandra, Sandra Bullock is. But like the press went crazy. It's like Michael McDonald's hanging out in frenzy with Sandra Bullock. Which like I could watch that, that movie and repeat. It's just, it's so funny. It's a really good Every movie, right? Every single time that I watch it. That reminds me of it, our friendship, it by the way. I could just like keep watching. But doesn't <laughs> like, I'm. Oh, us? Yeah. A little bit. A little, San a little Sandra bit. Bullock? Well, well, no, hello. I, I, I am. Okay. Big butt over here. <laughs> um, but I want to talk about that you really have handled so many different aspects of uh, production. Uh, and what you're known for in front of a camera is like Stuart and all these characters. Does there ever come a point that you're just like, oh, please stop asking me about that? No. No. Because that's just how it is. Well, I love that. It shows that you have respect for your fans and, you know, that's gotten you to a certain place to do bigger and I don't want to say better projects, but but other projects. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's just it's just part of it. It's there's a really weird thing that happens when if and when you want to be or you want to perform and entertain people and the weird thing happens where people respond, I think it's a little um crazy to react with, how dare you 
give me feedback on what I, what I put out publicly. So, you know, that's just what it is. You, it's a bell you can't unring. Are there parts of it I wish I could change? Sure. But are there parts that are amazing where you're at a ticket counter at an airport and there's no seats, but suddenly one becomes available? <laughs> or, or something crazy. I mean, crazy stuff. Not where you demand stuff, but where somebody's, a stranger comes out of the blue and... Or you're having a terrible day and you're walking down the street because yeah. something horrible happened in your life and some stranger comes up and says the perfect thing that makes you uh, realize that life is a bigger issue and that you brought joy and they brought joy back. That happens. So that's that's what it is. I, I, I love that. I want to know what you watch because, uh, like I said, you've worked on on Cougar, on Scrubs, on so many different shows. Cougar Town. Thank you. Right. But uh, he's so busy, he uh, only has room for Cougar. I just wanted to make sure that's what we were talking about. Because we're on about. a time constraint. I like to like, get everything he, in. Yeah, okay. CT, some people say. It's that was quicker. the second time, just so everyone knows, <laughs> with Cougar, by the way. And I, and I want to say to our listeners that know you for Mad TV, I mean, obviously, that was just a wealth of so much talent. I mean, you made so many people laugh. Um, and I liked the energy of that show. It was a little bit more relaxing to watch than SNL was like, we have to be funny. You have to like us or, or we die. Um, but you you have such a presence behind the camera in your directing, in your writing. It's fear of unemployment. <laughs> no, but but it's smart. Like I think Derek is a smart drag performer that you have to know what other avenues you have to go through. That was real. So when is your drag uh when is your drag show? <laughs> I hate drag. I Performing drag. I'm Me too. I I don't like drag shows. I though. didn't I only did drag <laughs> two times. One at, as um my first sketch on Mad TV was as Linda Tripp. <gasps> During the Clinton oh my scandal. god, I think I remember that. And the reason was <laughs> Nicole Sullivan was in contract negotiations <laughs> and wouldn't uh, couldn't come to set, so they were down a white woman, and they just made me do Linda Tripp. And then the How second one was I wrote a, a, a um, parody of Sex in the City, and there were only so many white women in our cast. And I had to play um, Sarah Jessica Parker, and that was it. Obviously. But that happens on any sketch show. You're going to play a woman at some point, even like Bobby Moynihan, because I'm like, I'm not a husky. Maybe I could be on one of those shows. <laughs> anyway. what, would your, uh, what would your drag name be? I, I don't I don't think I thought have about it. Um, uh, yeah, I don't have it. I don't have that at the fingertips. Sorry. Uh, How long is our show? Just, <laughs> just real fast. I want to know what you watch on a daily basis. Like what's on, what's what's the three shows on your DVR? What's in the DVR right now? I'm so boring. I watch a lot of news. I watch uh oh boy. Monumental mysteries. I mean like I, it, I, I watch like a lot of history on like But you direct a lot of the History like, Channel. Like I love sitcom, things about like conquest and empires. It's crazy. Okay, so let me ask this a different way. Sorry to what bore. are your what are your three favorite comedies? Uh, on television? Could be, yes. Could uh, be past. Veep. I really like Veep. Oh, I think it's brilliant. Yes. I, it makes me um, sad and angry that I'm not part of it because I think it's so brilliant. And Julia, Julia loves the show. So are you listening? And I, Okay, yeah. she'll, she'll call you tomorrow. Oh, it's oh, like. She just answered me. She oh, said, Julia's. Oh, she said got, yes. Got it. She said yes. Um, you would fit right in, actually, in that. Yeah, I that thought show. you said Juliet, A, so that's why I didn't know. B. It's um, my Spanish now, now uh, accent. It. Are you racist? A little oh, bit. Oh, you're racist. Okay. I'm now, a little bit against, he's a racist. against your bad um, pronunciation. So, I mean, you know. I love this so much. Like, it excites me. 
Um, yeah, there are there are others, but I don't really watch a lot of comedy on funny. TV. I watch a lot of drama. That's funny. Well, they say comedy is harder because you have to you have to be dramatic in your aspects. I know you broke a few times on Mad TV, but you were the one that. When everybody else was laughing, you held it together. Like Mo Collins was just like. Well, that a was laugh only because that was my goal. I was like a, a alligator in the water. I just was slow, <laughs> and all I wanted to do was try and make whoever I was with laugh. And Mo was obviously the easiest. So it was like walking. It was like a serial killer walking into yeah. a baby factory. Like, <laughs> like she was easy to slice can I, up. Can I quote that? <laughs> that seems like a good. Um, ad to make for your show. So this is what I do with people that I'm just enamored with and such big fans with. Or I, me. Go on. I entice you to the show knowing uh, will you come back for part two because I have three other pages of notes. I love it. You're like, it's like you're on a date and you're like, but camp, but everyone's watching, your family's watching and you go oh, like, my, my mom is there comes a with second me date? On my dates. And then the person goes, absolutely. But here's, here's Hollywood. That you'll Ready? block me from no, no, no. your email. No, no, no. Here okay. you go. Absolutely. I'd love to. <laughs> he smiled though, and so I don't believe then, it. And then, and then what happens, happens? Happens, right? No, um, this was a pleasure. Thank you for having. Okay, me. I really want to know about your process as a director, writer, whatever. So please come back. We'll have Mindy come back too. I would love it. By the way, how much time do we have? Nothing. No. Well, then I'll tell you this in private. <laughs> And with that, and part two, <laughs> um, Michael McDowell, I have to thank you. You have uh, you have great projects coming up. Oh, if you're on Amazon, go a model citizen. That was your your one hour stand up, and I know yeah. stand up was later for you. We'll get into that in part two. Stories that you have to tell. Uh, such a pleasure. I have been such a fan, so I'm so happy that you're here. Uh, where can our listeners find you? Um, I wouldn't want to give out my address. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's at on Twitter, Tinder. on Twitter at uh, McDonald Comedy, which I hate that thing. I hate uh, a comedy. when I had to tag you in it, and then you didn't retweet a, me. I was like, com- I don't because I don't understand it. But uh, the comedy company that picked that Twitter handle for me that I thought I didn't need, they said, "Well, here it is then," and I'm uh, stuck with it. Okay, all right, all right. that's true. Yeah. Don't just Google Michael McDonald because there's like some weird singer <laughs> and there's like a lower class comedian. An MMA comedian. fighter. Yeah. Oh. No, not a lower class comedian. He's a, a Canadian comedian of um, consequence who battled back from an illness that I don't remember. Make me feel guilty. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I have to yeah. thank Kurt uh, for putting up with us and he got beat up by his wife. That's why the Band-Aid. So. Well, maybe you'll oh, listen. Love you, Kurt. Awesome. And then uh, thank you to Joe Pisano. Got an amazing Over- time tonight. Thanks, and Joe. Overboard, L- go to overboardlbc.com. In fact, just play real fast. Uh, I'm one of the uh, media sponsors. It's the Pride event on the Queen Mary. It's my favorite picture, by the way. May 21st. <laughs> um, you have so many uh, LGBT stars that are going to be there. May 21st, I'm going to be there. Joe's responsible for this whole thing, so that's awesome. And Eric, uh, Blackout's coming back. It's coming back. Check the website for updates. And... Yeah, I mean that's I don't I don't know when it's coming back, but it's coming back. Awesome, and I just have to thank my listeners. Like, uh, just thank you for for hanging out with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll see you at Rockwell May twenty fourth for my solo show. I feel love. It's Donna Summer. Anyway, goodbye, everybody. This has been On the Rocks with Alexander, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On the Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On the Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday! <laughs> <laughs>